everyone, and welcome to another episode of Eyes on Earth. Our podcast focuses on our ever-changing planet and on the people at Eros and across the globe who use remote sensing to monitor the health of Earth. My name is Jane Lawson, and I'll be hosting today's episode, where we're talking about the use of USGS Eros LC Map, or Land Change Monitoring Assessment and Projection products, to examine the effects of drought on California blue oak. LC map data sets are based on Landsat data and reveal the land cover and change of every pixel in the conterminous United States dating back to 1985. In this case, LC map helped identify areas of declines and losses of blue oak trees native to California and found in the foothills surrounding the Central Valley and along the coast. Our guest today is here to talk about this recent study, which also used climate and fire data to give a more robust picture of the patterns of blue oak tree cover change from 1985 to 2016, with a special focus on the 2012 to 2016 drought in California. Dr. Francis Duomo is a remote sensing scientist with a special interest in forests who works with LC Map as a contractor at Eros. He served as lead author on the publication about the blue oak study. Dr. Duomo, welcome to Eyes on Earth. Thanks very much, Jean. Thanks for inviting me to the podcast. Sure. Can you tell us a little more about your background working with LC Map? I am originally from Ghana. I had my PhD here at South Dakota State University, and I see myself more as a landscape ecologist. My research focuses on advancing our ecological understanding of the interactions between the drivers of land cover and land use change and how climate and disturbances such as wildfires affect the vulnerability and resilience of vegetation communities, mostly forests. So on LCMAP, I contribute to scientific assessments of change across the United States land surface, mainly by analyzing the LCMAP annual products. I integrate multiple land cover and land change products from the LCMAP, and then in combination with other relevant data sets like climate, wildfire, you know, to help me investigate forest dynamics and also focusing on not only the land cover conversion, but land cover change as well. Okay, so this project had a lot to reveal about the relationship between drought and tree cover change, and it throws in the influence of wildfire. So that seems like a complex mix. But how did you decide to study this particular tree ecosystems in relation to these circumstances? It's been widely known within the past several years that California has become in a hotspot of climate concerns. We have been hearing about severe drought conditions with rising numbers of wildfires and the resulting devastation to tree resources. With that in mind, studies that look at the interplay of the changing climate, wildfires and other disturbances on tree resources is a necessity. But then the idea for this study came out from a newspaper article that Project Lead, Jess Brown, sent me. It was something that was looking at how to map the area with high-resolution data sets and all that. But there were a couple of research questions that, after reading the article, I thought those questions could be well probed with the LC map data sets. 
And we also know that with issues with the changing climate and all that, species with narrow range of distribution, such as the blue oak ecosystem, are more vulnerable to these circumstances. In the literature, we could hardly find anything about this. So that's what actually necessitated us to get out with my team to back up on this investigation, knowing very well that LCMAP is well positioned to unravel those ecological questions. So what were some of the key things that you learned and were there any surprises? What we found that at the tail end of the study period, mainly from 2012 to 2016, there was this drought. And the special thing about this drought is that it was not only because it was prolonged, but it was also the hottest during that period since 1985 to 2016. There were other droughts that were not as severe as the 2012 to 2016. But on top of that severe drought, we have some of the warmest temperatures. And when you have such a drought with warmer temperatures, that tend to confound things and make things a little bit out of the normal for most of these ecosystems. This warmer multi-year drought left distinctive scars on tree cover in that we observed exceptional increases in tree cover loss. And I would say that was also something I would call surprising because if you look at the data set, if you look at tree cover loss over the entire period. Again, not only the tree cover loss that we saw, but also the level of tree cover condition change. And here we are talking about losses in tree cover that do not lead to a complete loss of the cover like it's a forest and then it turns into, say, agriculture the quality of the tree canopy is reduced. So it's a proxy for ecosystem degradation. And that was quite surprising because in some of the years during the drought, we had tree cover condition change nearly as high as those record setting tree cover loss. That's significant because it has implications for the habitats of the plants and then the wildlife which use those places. And then again, if we are talking about ecosystem services like the loss of tree-held carbon, that is significant. And that's something that is often missed in other studies. Again, we also saw that in those dry years, when it's that hot, you tend to have much more tree loss that are related to fire. So I would say this sort of some of the surprising results that I found in this study. So tree loss is one important aspect to know, but you also want to know the conditional change over an area because that's equally important to know, it sounds like. Perfect. Mm-hmm. Are the discoveries in your study useful to the people who manage these forest resources, especially in the face of a changing climate where we might see more of those warmer, hotter droughts? Broadly, we see that the findings from this research have helped to broaden our understanding of how this iconic vegetation community may respond to a warming climate interacting with increased wildfires. From our results, we see that droughts that last several years, which occur along with warmer than historically normal temperatures, may threaten the sustainability of the blue oak woodlands. And together with fires, these harsher climatic conditions may lead to major tree cover losses with negative consequences on plants and wildlife. We depend on them 
as well as the goods and services that we derive from them. And let me say this, why vegetation communities may sustain single-year droughts? Prolonged stress exposure of multi-year droughts that we saw from 2012 to 2016 may have significant impacts on their functioning. Not only the tree cover loss that we are concerned about, but also these areas are more likely to have a lot more difficulty to recover because the temperatures are becoming warmer and in conjunction with the droughts, they pose more risk to regeneration or recovery of the areas that we've lost already. So with respect to resource managers, it is our hope that these findings from our paper will help them to help increase awareness about the increasing vulnerability of the blue oak woodlands due to frequent and prolonged droughts in this warming world. We also hope that the research findings will help them to identify and prioritize areas for appropriate management interventions. And by so doing, that will help to plan for more resilient blue oak ecosystem. And also similar landscapes, especially in the Western United States, that are experiencing similar harsher climatic conditions. How is LCMAP the right tool to use in this situation? That's a good question. To be able to better understand the effects of climatic extremes, you're talking about drought here and disturbance events on forests and woodlands, it's very important that we are able to identify where these events lead to complete tree cover loss and where they also lead to change in tree cover condition, like I did mention before. The challenge for this kind of assessment is that researchers are often constrained by the lack of data products that are capable of detecting both the land cover conversions and land cover condition change consistently in space and in time and over relevant study periods. Here is where LCMAP presents a unique and exciting opportunity where we can use these data products to investigate these types of change. And here I say that the annual LCMAP data products, which is now available from 1985 to 2020, offers this unique opportunity to detect changes in land, land cover condition across the United States at a relevant inauspicial resolution of 30 meters by 30 meters. And we don't have many of that products, data products that are able to do these kind of change at these relevant scales and also at the, the spatial scales that are of relevant to our system of study. And that's a good point that LCMAP doesn't just do forests. <laughs> it's no, uh, all yeah. land cover across the United States. You're right. LCMAP and your study rely on the unbroken record that Landsat offers. So in your view, how valuable is that unbroken record to protecting resources like Blue Oak ecosystems? Very, very, very valuable. Generating more reliable Earth observation-based information for protecting these valuable resources, you need a couple of things with this data set. You need Earth observation records of temporal death relevant to our system of study. And here we're talking about historical data sets over multiple decades. We should have Earth observation system that's able to image the Earth surface at spatial scale and at frequencies relevant to the dynamics of our system of study. Of course, having unrestricted access 
with high level of processing. And now these days, we don't even talk about cost of satellite data anymore, thanks to Landsat. If you look at all these requirements, Landsat is unparalleled in this aspect, making it the most suitable for this kind of study. We can have satellite data that can match these records that we have with the Landsat going all the way back to 85 and consistently imaging the Earth so that we can have consistent and more reliable resource. Landsat is unmatched in this uh, instance. So your resources for a study like this can all go toward analyzing rather than toward acquiring data. How will your work on this project inform any future work um, that you might do with LC Map, especially as it involves woodlands? From the findings that we have, we can see that the findings could help as a guide so we can prioritize locations for further studies. In future studies, I intend to extend our research approach by leveraging the LCMAP datasets to explore changing other landscapes, especially in the Western United States that are experiencing similar changes due to climate change and changing disturbances. So one, this is a model that we could apply elsewhere in other landscapes, but then we could also dig in further investigating the changes that we've seen within the Blue Oak ecosystem. When it first published last year, this study received quite a bit of publicity thanks to news websites and blogs across the country. How did that feel to have a paper get that much attention? <laughs> yeah, I was really glad that the work my team and I are doing is building awareness about the effects of climatic extreme and disturbance events on some of the vulnerable ecosystems that have been often neglected in some of these studies. Like if you are looking at, you know, a rare remnant of old growth endemic woodlands like the Blue Oak ecosystem, that is an important vegetation community. I felt good to know that many view my research as relevant and they have interest in that. That was a good feeling. That's terrific. Are there any closing thoughts you'd like to share with us? It's been a very good discussion. I've really enjoyed it. Thank you so much for inviting me. appreciate it. Thank you for joining us for this episode of Eyes on Earth, Dr. Duomo, where we talked about LC Map and its application in California Blue Oak ecosystems. And thank you to the listeners as well. This podcast, this podcast, this podcast is a product of the U.S. Geological Survey, Department of Interior.